0: Welcome to Innate Women Podcast with your host, Dr. Skylar Kobacki, and me, Dr. Megan Epps. Thank you for joining us as we focus on the six foundations of health, community, hormones, nutrition, movement, recovery, and mindset. This is where we will take a raw and open approach to healing. Let the discussion begin.
1: I think it was a couple days ago. I saw this meme on Instagram and it was like, don't be that woman that prepares and is so ready for birth, but not ready at all for postpartum or that's the effect
0: of what it said. And I was like, this was me.
1: <laughs> this was me.
0: I don't think most people have any idea about postpartum. Uh, no. Until you go through it. And I thought, Or if like, you work with people who are postpartum. Yeah. Well, what's
1: so funny or not funny, funny, not funny about it is I specialize in working with pregnant women and kids. I see postpartum women all the time. Did you see them struggling? So you see, so you see, let me know if this is how you feel, Megan. You see on their face when you talk to them and ask them questions, you see on their face that they're not telling you the whole truth, but they're also not giving you, at least from my perception, I was like... I know this is a sensitive area. I don't know how people will feel if I dig more. You know what I mean. You don't want to poke someone. It's
0: definitely an eggshell experience because mm-hmm. some people are very open. Um, and you know, like I had somebody that they come in, they go. I had a horrible birth first mm. time. I was absolutely horrible, and I'm not doing okay. And that's great because she's actually probably more likely to get help. Help. not that she's not that it's yeah. great that she's had that, but she's open about it, right? Mm-hmm. So she's more likely to get help. Um most moms go i'm doing fine with a the fake their eye, you know what it is their faces their smile they'll have i have a their baby eyes smiling their eyes are sad yeah. they're tired they're struggling and it doesn't mean that they don't love their baby or they're not mm-hmm. like like happy what they went through but i think it's just not nobody knows what to expect and everyone's expecting you just to be happy to have a baby
1: right i always made a point when i saw a mom who just had a baby to ask her how she was doing and completely like not even have the baby in the question. Um, but I would say overwhelmingly most moms just said they were fine. They're happy. They're doing good. So for me, I didn't really want to like push the subject. So When I was getting ready for my own birth, postpartum, it was on my radar and I was like, you know, this is something I was very aware of. I was like, this is something that I could struggle with, but I never thought
0: I would. Right. And you did go into one of our earlier podcasts goes into all the details of your, your experience Mm -hmm. postpartum. But today, one of the topics is that I think is a topic that is hard to talk about, um, is postpartum body, postpartum body. Yeah. So from my perspective,
1: so I grew up very athletic. I did sports through college. Um, I've always maintained a pretty high level of athleticism. I'm not like a competitive athlete as like an adult. Like I don't do like real competitions, but I've always been able to be like, set a, set an athletic goal and then work to meet it. So I've never had this feeling of no control of my body. Mm. And in my postpartum experience with my body, it was very much a hundred percent loss of control, loss of control of how I felt my own physical strength, my healing speed and process, and then also how my body looked. Which one do you want to tackle first All that? Mm. Well, I would say probably the biggest focus
0: that women have postpartum is how their bodies look. Or that's the one that's most Well, there's there's so much pressure on on weight in general, and there's also mm-hmm. you're treated better if you look nice. Yeah, so and you're treated better if you look healthy, and if you're also, you know, there's a lot of both women and men, your interactions are different. Yeah. At different weights and the providers provide for you different.
1: I feel like one of the biggest goals for women having a baby is to have the baby. And then people see them after they have a baby and be like, Oh my gosh, you look so good for just having a baby. You had a baby.
0: I can't believe it. That is, that is un. It's not said, but it's definitely implied that that is the expectation. And I remember when I was pregnant,
1: so many people told me, how good I looked when I was pregnant and how cute I was. And then literally zero people told me that I looked good when I was postpartum. They just told me I looked tired. (laughs) Uh. So I was like, wow, I must really look like shit. Um, And it was just, it was hard for me because like I said, there was a complete loss of control with my body. And I've always been really, so physically I didn't recognize my body. Your composition changes. Like when your body is getting ready to have a baby, it knows that it needs to store fat because you're going to be feeding that baby. You need to be that life source for the baby and you need to store fat. It it's totally body. makes sense. Your body knows what it's doing. But if you're someone who's used to being a little on the muscular side and all of a sudden you're like, thighs are like twice the size they were before. Your ass is huge. And then you're like squishy. You're like, this is, it just feels weird. It doesn't feel like your body is kind of what it felt like to me. I was like, this isn't, I don't feel like it's just so foreign. Like I didn't even feel like I was in my body.
0: And so that makes it hard to connect with yourself mm-hmm. and get to know the new you postpartum. Yeah. And it was
1: also like, I never had an issue with being like naked before. And that, and then I was like, I don't ever want to be naked. Not even like with myself. Mm. So for me, I was like, this is like a red flag. <laughs> Yeah. And it's definitely getting better. I mean, now I am nine, almost 10 months postpartum. Megan and I were talking and I was saying, I just now feel like physically I can do the things that I did uh, pre-pregnancy, like on a physical level, like with workout intensity and everything like that. So I'm starting to feel like I'm having a bit of that control back or like just feeling like myself again. My body still doesn't look like it did pre-pregnancy. I don't know that it ever will, but I am coming to terms with more, you know, that's okay. My husband still loves, like, he still thinks I look great. And honestly, like, I don't think
0: men are as detail oriented.
1: I don't think they care as much. And, um, I'm like, well, if he like loves how I look and is like turned on by it, then does it really matter what anyone else thinks other than me? You know? So, it's kind of just I mean a lot of it's just mental work. I mean I could work out physic I could have a six pack and still hate how I looked. It doesn't really
0: it's all up here, you know. Well, I think a lot of it's also the relationships with our body. Um you know, we've we've talked in past episodes how there's a lot of pressure to be thin mm-hmm. and there's a lot of society there's some like research showing out about how socially it's also beneficial to be thin. Mm-hmm. You make more money, you have you know, you're more going to get promoted. Mm-hmm. Um so there's this weird pressure for women that, um, some inhabit, but not as much. And the hard part is I think when you go postpartum and then you are expected to be thin, you stop looking at the body as the tool it, it, it is, you know, you just gave birth and that whole pressure to bounce back. It It took nine months to grow a baby. It will take nine months or more at least to get back to the strength you had before to, Mm -hmm. um, to heal heal. and your body needs to be given that time. But we, in our culture, don't even, I mean, in America, there's not even good leave to allow your body to heal. So, so we often are trying to push our body into something when we don't have that relationship with it, but it is goes back to that mental part. It's that relationship with your body of Mm -hmm. thinking I'm, I'm okay. My body's in a phase where it has to be right now to best nourish my child. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not breastfeeding, it's, there's a reason your body did everything it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one thing that did bother me postpartum,
1: and I know all of the providers were like coming at me from like a state of love. Everyone was just like, give yourself grace, Skylar and i was like if someone one more person says that to me i'm going to go fucking ape ship. why did that make <laughs> you so angry i don't know it was so triggering to me because i was it was like cuz mentally i know like i feel like mentally you know yeah things are changing um, it's going to be different you're not going to look the same but it's, logically st- you were it, like logically i was like i know but emotionally i wanted to just be like this is terrible i don't like it and someone to be
0: like yeah it sucks so you want to, so, so to rephrase is, and maybe, maybe more women postpartum feel this way. Um, we'd love for you to comment and let us know, but it's what I'm hearing is it would be someone to just sit with you and be like, God, I feel uncomfortable in my body and it sucks and I don't mm-hmm. feel good. And someone would be like, it does suck. Yeah. You just want someone to be there in the trenches with you. Yeah. Almost. Why did making someone saying, give yourself grace, make you so angry?
1: I almost felt like it was a, um, a minimization of like your feelings, them being like,
0: okay, well you have those feelings, but you know, don't feel those because it's fine. But don't you think that's also why women aren't sharing with providers oh, as much? Absolutely. Did you share a lot with your provider? Um, I told them I was having a really hard time, but the last
1: time I saw, so I gave birth with midwives and I think it's pretty standard across the board, whether you give birth with a midwife at your house or with an OB in the office, you only see them at six weeks postpartum and then you don't see them again. So if you're having issues, those issues might not even boil up to the surface until like eight, 10, three months down the road.
0: mm mm-hmm. So when it comes to body acceptance, what do you think are some tools or things that can help women? Because so many are suffering with not recognizing themselves postpartum. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what's the, what are some tools you feel like they could use?
1: I think for me, um, a lot of, what helped was looking for gratitude in what your body has done or is doing so looking at um like okay i have more fat than before but that's because my body is using the fat to make milk for my baby or you know i can't sit on a bike to do a spin class because it feels like my pelvis is going to fall apart <laughs> And that's okay. And that's okay. I can just put a pin in that and do it later because my body had to literally expand and open up to give birth. So looking at it in, um, in a way of gratitude definitely is beneficial. Having a partner who's supportive and letting you know that they do love your body and appreciate your body for what it is, even though it changed is helpful. Even though sometimes when they do so that say those things, it can feel like you, you They believe it before you believe it a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, those are the biggest things that helped me. And then trying to get back to things that you did before was really beneficial for me. Like getting back to like the physical activities I did before helped a lot, made me feel much better.
0: I also would like to add in there, I think just taking time to stare at yourself. I know that's a really weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, but I think if you start to like familiar, familiarize yourself with your new body, mm-hmm. it can be beneficial because we also probably hide it, right? So oh, absolutely, I don't want to see. I'm not going to look. But I think when you start to stare at yourself more, and then you become more familiar, we naturally as humans love things that are familiar with us. Mm-hmm. So things that you see every day, you naturally like more. Um, so yeah, I, like I think that. just staring at yourself in the mirror. And every day and just not saying anything negative, just staring and being like, this is my body. I'm okay uh-huh. with this. And even, even if you need, if it's really hard, positive affirmations, mm-hmm. I am beautiful. Even if you don't believe it, say it while staring at your body. And after a couple of weeks, I think you'd have more self-acceptance. Yep. Also just buying new clothes. Oh yeah. Don't try and squeeze into the old jeans. It's you're not going to feel better.
1: Um, and you can say to yourself, those will fit again someday, but today I'm going to go to the store and find something that makes me feel great today.
0: And the size doesn't matter. All the stores and are the different anyway. Yeah. Um, but that helps a lot
1: when, cause for, I would say for like four months, I was like, well, I'm not going to buy any clothes because like, I want to wear the clothes that I have. I love I have a great closet. I love my clothes. You love beautiful things. I love beautiful things. And I was like, I don't want to spend the money for new stuff when I like the stuff that I have. Um but it eventually got to a point where I was just like literally wearing like a big baggy sweatshirt or a big baggy t-shirt and leggings all day and that's fine most of the time, but if you're like you want to go out to dinner with your like husband or anything and that's all you
0: have to wear, you just feel Yucky. Yeah. And yeah. and honestly, going, and getting something really beautiful that fits you, it, there is something about that. It, it really does. Yeah. So if you have the means, I would recommend mm-hmm. getting something that you feel stunning in and,
1: and that it you like. It doesn't have to be something brand new. I mean, nowadays, like you can go to a thrift store and find something good.
0: I just did thrifting not too long ago. Yeah. And it was like, I have some of the cutest things. Yeah. I get compliments on all the time. And I was like, it's thrifted. So it doesn't have to be expensive.
1: But yeah, I would say those are probably the things that helped me out the most. But I would also like, I mean, I do think slowly it's becoming more of like, let's be real and authentic about our experiences <laughs> and less of, um, I had a baby two weeks ago and now I'm running a marathon.
0: Look at how thin I am. <laughs> Yeah. And if you do that, that's fine, but well, actually probably not. Well, maybe not a marathon not too months. but, um, if you are somebody who did bounce back quickly, there's other, nobody goes through postpartum, I think without challenges. Mm-hmm. So you might not have the body challenges, but there might be something else going yeah. on, um, emotional or connecting with other women who have also gone through what you've gone through. Um, a lot of people, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Yeah. But so hopefully
1: this helps start a conversation with other women, other moms that had experiences or struggles similar to me, or if yours is completely different, at least try and like do your best to be open about it. Share if you feel comfortable with it, because I do think that is really beneficial hearing from other moms, their experiences, because that's something I would have appreciated before. Cause I felt like I was kind of blindsided.
0: How can people connect with us if they are listening and feel like they relate?
1: If you're listening and you feel like you connect to this message or want to join a community that has this this feeling of, um, you know, openness and authenticity. Uh, we are at innatewomen.com. We're at innate women on Facebook and Instagram. We have a private community for women, um, in these stages of their lives and you can join. Um, it's open to any woman who feels that they would be a good fit and we'd love to have you there.
0: Thank you for listening to the innate women podcast you are invited to join our community at innatewomen.com. We believe that healing is not done in isolation. If you want to start your healing journey or join a group of women who are dedicated to growth and health and mindset, join our social media and our private Facebook group to connect to find out more, head over to innatewomen.com. We can't wait to meet you.